0: This is Pulse 95. Pulse
1: 95.
0: A story to tell. This is Pulse 95 live at the International Government Communication Forum. And yes, so we are right here coming to you live from the 8th International Government Communications Forum. I'm Sally Musa.
1: Omar Al-Busadi.
0: And our next guest is somebody... Uh, who knows all about the importance of communication, Uh, somebody who has so much experience in this area. Susanna Fana is a leading communications professional, award-winning journalist with well over 26 years of experience as a senior executive in media, television and communications. And during her 12 years in television, she worked in different capacities, including producer, yes. uh, political correspondent, anchor-in-chief, editor of Jordan Television. Ooh. And uh, also,
1: by the way, she did say she wanted to do radio. <laughs> now she has a chance to do radio, too. This
0: is the <laughs> moment. So we're lucky
1: to have Susanna with us here in Sharjah.
2: Hello, wa sahla, Welcome. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. And yes, I have to say,
0: radio DJs are the coolest.
1: <laughs> we know we kind of say that. Like, actually, we have a sign somewhere. Oh no, for, your, for your
0: first radio experience, the fact that you're doing it alongside Amr Saidi. <laughs> yes, that makes you now the coolest. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm so excited. Thank you. Welcome to IGCF 2019, uh, Suzanne. Now. You know, I want to get your impressions, first of all. Your session isn't until tomorrow, but what have you thought so far of what's happening in Sharjah here today? I think, uh,
2: first of all, I'm really honoured to be part of uh, uh, you know, the, the World Government Communications Forum uh, taking place tomor- today and tomorrow yeah. in Sharjah. Yeah. Uh, and I think the topic this year is absolutely mind-blowing. And um, I can't stress how important it is Um, and and basically the topic is preparing uh, the youth today for the world of tomorrow and um, and you know according to uh, numbers by the ILO the Middle East and North Africa need to create 60 million jobs for youth over the next 10 years Mm -hmm. and the problem with that is Oxford University just released a report uh, that says 47 percent of existing jobs today globally will cease to exist over the next decade. So that really presents us with quite the huge challenge in the Middle East and North Africa, especially that today we are suffering among the highest unemployment rates in the world. So today, unemployment among youth in the MENA region stands at around 28%. And that's regardless of how strong the economies are or the political system. So you have 36% unemployment in Tunisia, While you have 46% unemployment in Palestine and 43% in Saudi Arabia. So it's really got nothing to do with how rich the country is or the political system. I think what the problem is today, we are not focusing uh, or we're not preparing our youth for the jobs of tomorrow.
1: And actually, you know, uh, Suzanne, you mentioned a really cool quote just before we went live. Yeah. (laughs) You have to drop that code. Uh,
2: Absolutely. All these listeners on Instagram as well. And what the OECD did was um, they launched a report for 2030. And and basically what uh, they did was they tried to bring everyone together, whether it's governments, uh, NGOs, uh, uh, civil society, to come together and determine how to bring youth forward. And they said schools need to for the children because you know a child entering school today will be entering the job market in 2013. So sc- schools today need to teach students or, or help them get jobs that haven't been created yet using technologies that haven't been invented to solve problems that we haven't yet anticipated. So this is quite the challenge so it's not what do we teach them what are the courses that we're going to teach them but it's how uh, it's it's the critical thinking. It's what are the issues that our youth of tomorrow need to tackle and handle?
1: Do you yes. think governments understand this issue now? Okay, these reports are you know, raised in these big forums and events and everything. but do you think that it's actually being adopted and then translated into policies and legislations and, or
2: Unfortunately, and, and one of the main reasons that the ILO has set uh, unemployment rates or, or one of the explanations they've given for unemployment rates in the region. They're so high, is mainly because these countries uh, are focusing more on political issues, political challenges, whether they're civil conflicts or wars or or just politics in general, or that they're focusing on the reduction or uh, uh, in foreign direct investments in these countries, the economic slowdowns. So not enough people or the debate hasn't been focused on what are we teaching Mm. our youth and how are we preparing them for the future. So I think today uh, this is a huge step and this is why I said, and I'm not just saying it, I'm not just pitching this forum. I think really the topic of this forum this year is of gargantuan proportions. I think this is one of the most defining moments in history. And I think by by at least debating this today, With members of the media, with government,
0: I think this is a start. But but really, we need to move fast. I want to come back in uh, just a moment, Suzanne, and, and and talk to you a bit more about how you see the education system needing to change. And particularly, you know, for you as somebody who you know is very much at the forefront of top levels of media and government as well. You know, what do we need to prepare our kids for the future? What are those skills that are missing? That's going to be coming up next on Pulse 95 Live from the International Government Communication Forum.
1: This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. A story to tell. Pulse 95 Live at the IGCF
0: discussing a future of better communication for behavioural change and human development. Yes, and with us right now is Suzanne Afana. She is uh, somebody who is very much concerned with education, a founder and managing partner at Advise media and communication Uh, she is an expert and award-winning journalist as well your session is tomorrow Suzanne yeah and uh, this is education through the lens of tomorrow and and something I want to ask you Suzanne is you know you talked about all of the statistics how do you think education needs to change because we're still very traditional in the Arab world become a doctor become a lawyer become an engineer what do we need to see changing well
2: thank you for the question and uh i'm in no means an education expert so i wouldn't know and as a mother myself so so i have two older children one is working and one is just graduating but i also have a 10 year old and and so to be quite honest this issue really makes me panic sometimes that am i are we setting our kids onto the right course and i think what education experts will tell you today is that it's not about the actual skill so it is the critical thinking is how do they think how do they solve problems but again if i'm going to quote the oecd report because i think that was probably one of the most important initiatives uh, it's not what do we teach them it's it's how are we teaching them so, uh, sorry it's not how are we teaching this what are they teaching them what are the challenges of tomorrow you're, you're facing Uh, climate change you're facing a planet that cannot deal with any more abuse you're also dealing with polarized countries today uh, we're talking about digital globalization yet countries are further apart today they're much more polarized than ever before so i think what we need to teach children is collaboration working as teams making life better for humanity absolutely because today what does it mean to be human Today, you have artificial intelligence doing everything for you. You have a restaurant in Boston created by MIT students, which basically serves you a meal from A to Z by robots. So what are the value? What are the... How are we valuable as humans? How can we add value to make life better? And this is, I think... This is not something that I can answer, but I think this is an important question that we need to
1: pose. Uh, so you know, uh, Suzanne, in fact, Jack Ma, in one of the conferences recently, he said one of the things that they need to teach in schools is the LQ or the love quotient. We need to teach kids to learn to love each other, to learn what they do, to learn, um, uh, you know. Uh, so basically, uh, the, the love element is that one of the things that's been eliminated because of so much technology. And like you said, because the world's been so polarized as a result.
2: Absolutely. It's creating that human connection. And one of the speakers so eloquently said it today, and I think with the advent of social media, he said, social media is like a hammer. You could use it to break glass and destroy, or you could use it to build a house. And I think we need to teach the youth of the the future Mm. of, you know, the decisions, taking responsibility for their actions, because that can really alter the world that we live in.
0: Susanna Afana, what an absolute pleasure. Tomorrow is your session. Everybody should be attending this one. <laughs> Education through the lens of tomorrow, changing the norm that is uh, starting from 10.15 tomorrow. What an absolute pleasure to have you with Thank us. Thank you. Pile up the pressure, really. Thank, so <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much, Susanna. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been an honor. Thank, Thank you, you very much. This is Pulse 95.
1: Pulse 95.
0: A story to tell.